I always say I'm not going to start like that, but I will. So, y'all, in true shade fashion, I am working all the way up into the holiday. It really was a mishap because I don't think I really thought through the fact that last week's podcast episode should have been the last episode of the year. Like, I was just cranking them out. And I couldn't leave y'all at the end of the year with that last episode because that last episode was a bunch of nothing about nothing and that's just not what we're going to do we're not going to do that um so I told myself that I'm going to stop saying I don't have anything to say each week on the podcast because when it comes time to record I have things to say I got mind control over this podcast it say be quiet I be quiet but when they leave, I'll be talking again. That wasn't the exact quote, but y'all know what I was going for. And I did my last little scroll through of like Instagram and the roof and all those places that I check before I do the podcast, just in case something culturally relevant comes up. I know I don't always cover pop culture, but sometimes it comes up and I like to stay in the know. And if we have things to talk about, I like to make sure I at least bring it up. So let me start by saying this. This week's episode, you know what? Let me act like I have home training and start where we usually start. Welcome to Janky Voice Notes with Shay. We are on episode nine titled Return of the Mac. I don't know how you got here, but I am happy that you are here. Um... So let me tell you all the places that you can find information about the podcast, my business, and the blog. You can find me at shayiconic.com backslash blog. The website is going through a revamp, so things will change. If you visit it in the morning, it may be different at night. Or if you visit it on Monday, it may be different on a Thursday. Fair warning. You can also find me on the socials, which I have not been posting a lot, but I'm going to figure that out. I'm going to get that together. Yes, so you can find me at Shay Iconic on both Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Shay Iconic C on Snapchat. I have a TikTok. We're not going to talk about it. So those are all the places that you guys can find me. I hope you come through, follow, like, share. I welcome new people and I'm excited to have you here even if you are an OG listener if you're a new listener if you're just getting into the podcast I say that you should go back and listen to other episodes and you will really understand the cadence of how we got here so I am excited always I'm excited in the most neutral tone like I am excited girl Yes, so I said that the episode title is Return of the Mac. And the way that things have been happening this week, it could have been titled anything from I'm coming in hot and are you happy? And on that are you happy topic, man, I'm telling you, like these, I will say men because I date men, but these people that we be out here dating will mess up in a relationship and take you through the brimstone fiery aisles of hell and then when you finally leave they want to come out with the 
but are you even happy though without me? Yes, yes. I should have left a long time ago. <clears throat> Out, bruh. And that came up because I don't know if y'all watched this week's episode of Insecure with Marcus's old, are you happy ass? Like, man, don't get me wrong. I know that this started with Issa cheating. We can whisper that because that's not where we're at. But if you don't get yourself away from Issa and go take care of that baby with condensed milk and leave her alone, talk about are you happy and want to block her pathway after your stalker ass followed her to the trash have a conversation at a party i will slap you in the back of your head just back of your head just simple or dumb dumb simple or stupid girl i got a little hot i've been real feisty lately like i didn't <laughs> cozy into my podcast chair and i get on here and get to acting up i think this might just be the real me oh well we're here so yeah, if you guys haven't watched Insecure, watch that because I was going to bring up the fact of like just talking about relationships and how people get fearful of you moving on and want to block your blessings in your light and reinsert themselves back into your life. But I'm not going to get carried away today because I have a treat for y'all. This will undoubtedly be our longest episode to date. And probably our longest episode ever because I do not want to do hour and a half long episodes. That's not what we do here. This is like a grab a coffee, eat a donut, talk about some things, get some life encouragement, and then, you know, have a fruitful week. I also said that I'm going to start enunciating my words better because as somebody who grew up up north, I think like my family being from the South and the West Indies or whatever, I, I just have like this draw. And when I get to talking fast and I get to merging words together, I listen back and be like, mm, you eat on no grammar? Hmm. So I said, I'm going to try, but I can't promise because when we get to talking about the juicy stuff, I got to get all the words in my mouth. And then I didn't realize I'd be popping my tongue as well. It's a learning process for all of us guys. But we've come a long way from the voice notes in the car. So let's just be thankful for where we're at. Hold up. Y'all know what that was. Had to find the podcast posted. So we did the intro. We also did this week's rant, which was a mini rant about people trying to come back into your life. And Jedi mind trick you into like, but are you happy? No, ask yourself, was I happy with you? And if I was happy with you, should I have been happy with you? Knowing that, knowing what you know about yourself, knowing what you know about what you were doing, because I probably don't even know all of it. So ask yourself before you ask me if I'm happy, ask yourself, should I have been happy with you? Go sit in the corner. Go sit your ass in the corner. Child, made my head itch. Made me good and mad. The other part that we do is um, this is where we're at or, you know, just where I'm currently at this week. Um, you will hear some of it in the interview. I said I would possibly talk about um, fertility and egg freezing this week, but I think maybe I'll talk about it in a future episode when I have more to say about it. Um, where else am I at? 
Return of the Mac. I listened to the song before I recorded this part of the podcast because I knew that this, I knew that that was the name of the podcast and I just wanted to get it in my spirit because I had I not, I would have been over here talking about, are you happy? Are you happy? I, okay, let me just, <laughs> let me just give you one thing of this is where I'm at because I feel like we talk about this ex a lot. Um, the reason that triggered me is because I got an email yesterday from said ex out of nowhere. It was nonsense, but it felt like the equivalent of the are you happy line from Lawrence. And I was like, these men really have no issues with just popping back up with no thought or concern about where you're at in life right now. Like, let me be free, fly, and happy. I say that, but we also know I like to reach out to my queer ex. But I did it one time when I was tipsy, and I ain't doing no more, okay? I have some type of coup about myself. These these men do not. Do not. Absolutely do not. Today's one of those days when I want to talk about a lot of different things, but I really want to be mindful of the fact that we have a great interview this episode, if I don't say so myself. Um, we have a great interview this episode touching on dating after divorce and not even just dating after divorce because I feel like the person we're interviewing had a lot to offer in regards to the things that we talk about on this podcast, which is self-care, healthcare, um, entrepreneurship, business, being an all-around fly, being for the culture, um, dating, relationships, we touch on all of those things. And a lot of the times I'm hard on myself because I'm like, my podcast needs to find its lane. It needs to find its topic. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And this is what I'm doing. I'm doing everything I want to do. That is what I'm doing. If we want to talk about it this week, we're going to talk about it. Y'all already know when P-Valley come back, y'all will be getting those recaps. I think the written ones, I like the written recaps I do, but we will be talking about it. I love to cover that show. I love to cover that show. I just love it. I do. I, and also, I like to see the work of other Black women writers, although we're just writers. We're just writers. That's who we are. But we do bring that different aspect of being a woman, being Black, and just really lending something to the cultural realm of writing, film, TV, um, web series, whatever the case may be. Like we're telling our stories and sometimes our stories may look similar, but that's because a lot of us are walking similar paths in life with different tools. And I just love seeing our art, our whole lives, us as whole beings, and not always have, oh, we got to be strong or we have to be meek or we have to be one thing. We are telling stories of all the things that we are because we are not the same thing every single day and we're evolving. So that's why I go so hard for black art, for black writers, because I am one. Um, and if you've never seen the web series, which is a little bit old now, I do say go back and watch the two episodes that are on my YouTube, which is Shea Iconic Music. And OG listeners know why my YouTube name is Shea Iconic Music. If not, go back and listen to episode seven or six. Six or seven. I explain it there. Um, you will find out. 
But go and watch the web series and let me know if you like it, the directing, the shooting angles, the story, where it was going, because I'm really just trying to figure out how to be my best self doing all of these things. And also let me say, we are only like three new subscribers away from being able to monetize this podcast. So I ask humbly that you share it with your family, friends, loved ones, not your church, because y'all don't like it to be explicit. But maybe your your corner store person, you talk to them, hey, you hear this podcast, your, your hairdresser, your homegirl, your homeboy, your babysitter, shit, your doctor. I don't care. We might talk about doctors too because whew, the way healthcare likes to treat us. Um, but yes, I said I was not going to make this intro or this part of the podcast long because we have about an hour long interview Touching on so many things, I really enjoyed doing this um, interview record. I think we touched on a lot of subjects that that matter. I think they matter. Um, And as always, you guys have not been leaving as many comments as you used to, but I look forward to your comments. Please leave comments. Let me know where your head is at, if you've been through these same things, or just other topics you would like to hear about. I will take that into consideration. If I feel I have anything to add to the conversation, I will add. Um, So all that to say, before we get into this interview, I want to wish you happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Feliz Navidad, um, Happy New Year. I wish rest, restoration, restoration, abundance, grace, enlightenment, and just so many positive and good things over your life, over my life, and prosperity. So, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, and by God's grace, I will see you, you will hear me, and we will be together in the new year. Let's get into it. We have a guest this week, and it's very exciting because you know I love to invite people to talk to me and tell me their business, and I tell them mine. And typically, I let my guests start by saying how they know me. How they know me? Girl, child. Whoa. Child. You're going to mess up a word every single time. At any rate, I usually let my guests say how they know me. Yes, pour the libations. <laughs> oh, can you hear it? <laughs> I hear everything. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. More wine. My guests never act right during the intro they're always doing too much and i live for it but what i was saying is i typically let my guests start by saying how they know me because it's very interesting to see how people perceive their relationship with me but i'm going to start and then i'm going to let her say what she wants to say and then y'all know how we do here we're just going to get into some things so my guest this week is courtney best and I met Courtney when I was going to middle school. Y'all don't need to know my business or what school. But yeah, we met. No, during... it was high school. Were, were, were you was there high in high school? school? No, I didn't get there until ninth grade. It was oh, seven. So we... yeah. Oh, so we only know you should like a year, a year and a half before I left. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. So high school. <laughs> I don't know when I met people. I barely remember the people I went to school with. Um, so we met during high school. Through a mutual friend. Um, 
So she was more so of that friend's friend. But, you know, we did great things like skip school together and do shit <laughs> we was not supposed to be doing. My mother's not hip to podcasts, so it's okay. She gonna beat you now? Either way, it's 20, yeah, it's 20 years later. Ma, turn off this podcast. Last week, you had to hear me ask if, no, two weeks ago, you had to hear me ask if good sex was the work of the devil. And Mm -hmm. at this point, Ma, Jesus. But yes, so at any rate, that's how we met. And then, of course, in this day and age of social media, uh, people just following people that they know. I feel like me and Courtney were social media friends as far as Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Um, but we always had conversations because I am who I am. So when she would post things, I would like them. When I post things, she would like them. We would have quick conversations here and there. Life events happen. It's up to her to tell her story. I'd never tell anybody else's story, but life events happen. <laughs> she needed something so minor, which I think was a drill. It was a drill, yes. And I'm like, I got one. She came through and <laughs> saved the day, and I was so gracious. With my testosterone, because why you got a drill? Girl, you just women don't need even Women yeah. need power tools. <laughs> I have power tools. I do. Um, but at any rate, so we've talked since then, really. I felt like getting to know each other, done walks, um, still really been more social media based. And I am not a big person on calling somebody my friend because I'm not, but I feel like Courtney is a friend. Even if we're still learning each other. Look at you being offended before I'm done. You thought I was going to say you were my friend. (laughs) Anywho. I was just teed it up. But all that to say, welcome to Janky Voice Notes with Shay Court. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. So, you, I, I don't know how this is supposed to go, but you have full access right now. What are we, what are we talking about today? Do you want to do your, oh, you see what just popped up? Look where I was supposed to be. Um, my life's uh, so fucking ghetto. I was supposed to be on a flight to Cancun tomorrow, and when I booked the trip, it um blocked the time in my calendar, and it popped up to let me know that I am living in poverty and I am not in Cancun. But yes, sorry, Courtney. This is why it's janky because the ADHD of it all. Please feel free to introduce yourself. Well, um. I'm Courtney. I am a Boston native, but I spent some time in Tampa, so Tampa's where my heart is. Nonetheless, I've been back for a few years. I've gone through a few things. (laughs) I am the proud mother of four wonderful babies, which is a lot (laughs) in this day and age. Be fruitful. Um... I mean, do we discuss professionally? Like you can what? discuss whatever you want. Okay, well, I have a background in optometry and ophthalmology, which, you know, in simple terms means eye care. I don't know if I would call that my passion. My passion is more so craft-related and making things. So um, I like to label myself as a maker. I literally can and will make anything, whether it be a cake, a piece of furniture, um, a piece of literature. I used to write a lot. Uh, I don't do it anymore, which is sad. But yeah, I just, I like creating things. I'm a creative at heart. 
well thank you for sharing that and you should get back into writing would you like to say how we know each other or have i pretty much covered it you covered it um so sherelle and i we were pals back in high school um by way of mutual friends and obviously you know at different times we both left that high school and we're not in touch for a while because you know back in the day social media went as far as like Black Planet. I was gonna say, my, unless you say Black, black Planet, Black or, Planet, Mi Gente. I was gonna say unless you gonna say Black Planet or Mi Gente, girl, you remember? Um, yeah, so it was just like it wasn't until I moved, and you know, obviously Facebook yeah. kept us in contact and Instagram. But once I moved back, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I needed a drill and. Sherelle came through with the drill and it saved the day. And Tell as Courtney I can said, hear her, her ketchup. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing with ketchup packets. Anyhow, um, no, it it was the little things because as I said, I've I've gone through some things. At that point, I had gone through some things, and you know, people showing up for just the the smallest tasks. I really appreciated it. So mm-hmm. the fact that. She was able to help me in that time of need. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, what would I do without her? Um, nonetheless, we started to talk more. And I'm just like, okay. Like, I, I like her. <laughs> so you can attest to the fact that I am not mean. You are not mean. Um, the hesitancy. <laughs> the hesitancy. You're not mean. You are you. And I don't, I, I, don't I don't think you sugarcoat things. And I think perhaps for some people that could be deemed as mean, or at least without knowing you, they might label it as mean. But but they don't, don't even get that. to the conversations that we had of <clears throat> the non sugarcoating. I I would say I'm not always open. It's not that I'm not open. I'm just very observant, and people want way more from me than I'm willing to give when I first meet you. That could be it. That's a good way. I mean, that's a good way to break it down. I tried to bring her on my team, and she gave us the long. <laughs> You're not You're mean. Not me. I just no. We we gotta jump into this. So, <laughs> the night before Thanksgiving, I called Cheryl because I it was the night before Thanksgiving. Child. I was at Whole Foods, and I was looking for oh. I can't remember. I was looking for like vinegar or some, something something crazy. random. Yeah, and. I call Sherelle and I'm going on and on and I don't know what I wanted to hear. All I know is that Sherelle told me what I needed to hear. <laughs> it was like, listen, this is what it is. Like, I, I hear what you're saying, but you, no, this is what it is. And I had to take a step back like, damn, like that, that that's it. There is nothing, there is nothing more to say. Number. <laughs> this, this is it. Sherelle is not my yes woman. She no. is like, she's going to say what I need to hear. So, yeah, um, that is how we have evolved. This is where we are at now. I feel as though you are an invaluable friend. And I, I almost feel a little bad that I get to, like, tap into you without actually having to hire you. <laughs> at this like, rate. Everybody's tapping into me without hiring me. I'm sorry. (laughs) If I were paid, I would. It is. I swear, I would come for you. But right now, I'm just gonna be gracious. Come for me or come to me. Come to you. (laughs) 
come to me. Oh yeah, I have to remember like come for me. Like that has a like the, Court, you want to That's the li- that's the slang for like, you know, don't come for me. Okay. I would come to you. Yeah. But um yeah, I am I am thankful to know you. I am thankful to know you as well. I would also like to say y'all know and Whatever episode I said, sometimes we the sheep eating grass, and sometimes we that one random sheep eating dirt. I be trying to keep me and my friends from being the sheep eating dirt because I have eaten some mud for no good reason. Like the mud that's just a circle in the middle of so much green grass, <laughs> and my ass got to trot into it. So if I can stop you from trotting to the motherfucking mud, I'm like, don't do that. Don't go up. There's so much grass. Listen. There's so much grass. Nine four for yes, that. I, I'm sorry. No, you're good. It's gonna pick up on all. I'd be my over sounds. here ruffling around looking for my post-it, all types of stuff that my listeners are just like. <sighs> Anyhow, <laughs> um, yeah. So, what next? What? So, mm-hmm. I figured we can get into some things. I think. Hold on. We are definitely going to get into dating and relationships because I think... The ghetto. The oh, ghetto. The one star of it all. <laughs> just, just for us recently. Because I've, I've had some good some good people. Mm. And then I've gotten to eat mud. Girl, child. But <laughs> I think we should run the gamut because I say a lot here. Each one teach one. Share resources. And I think sharing our stories... For other people, women, men, um, and those who do not identify to hear, I think can help somebody when they think they're the only one making jackass decisions. You are not alone. <laughs> you are not That's alone. That's exactly what I was thinking. Y'all know my ass is always going to get to saying on this motherfucking you gotta podcast. Be a, a human jukebox. <laughs> like, there's a song for everything. For everything. And the way I like all genres, I might bust out a country song. Do not play with me. But let's let's start off professional. Yes. And then just also we're drinking wine, some rosé. And we've been discussing the last three episodes that I have been partaking in the libations. And I just don't even know what's happening, but it's fine. So we're going to start with the professional side. And I think we get to slipping and sliding into the personal. So one thing that I do admire about Corey is that what she mentioned is that she's a crafter. She makes things. I'm Bob the Builder. Let me get my testosterone. Um, I, I can make things, but that's just not something I'm going to sit down and do. And I just think it's amazing that you being a baker, a crafter, like really being dedicated to these things with so much going on, like you said, having four kids, it's very intriguing. And maybe there's somebody right now who has a gift that they're not using because there's not enough time. <sighs> Quiet as kept, there's never enough time. <laughs> so do you want to talk about your hobby and what that means to you? Yeah. So... It's funny that you you brought in the fact, like, I do all of this with four kids. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the reason I do it, because it's a form of therapy for yes. me. Like, I, I call it craft therapy. Um, I don't know if it's a matter of just that feeling of sensation, or that sensation of, you know, ooh, I made this. Like, yeah. this is what I've created. Um, 
or if it's just having the time to focus on something rather than being pulled in four or five, six different directions. Mm -hmm. Um, Nonetheless, that is just, you know, my, my form of therapy. I've talked about turning it into a business. I definitely have more of an entrepreneurial spirit Mm -hmm. in terms of I will I'm pretty sure I can think of a way to make money off of anything. If you ever like, want to know, we all know I close yeah. down the coaching and consulting, but it's just like I always say I don't work for free, but I work for free. It's a like lot. there's there's always there's always yep. a way to make money off yep. of something. You'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. Um nonetheless, I do it these days really just because it's what I enjoy I don't have a lot of free time mm-hmm. and so when I do I like to put on my my R&B <laughs> like my 90s music don't let her play you with this 90s because she definitely tried to hit me listen okay <laughs> not Frankie now Beverly and Mays. there's nothing wrong with Frankie Beverly and Mays if you hit some Stephanie Mills I might have been with it because my auntie has trained me up well you are named after an 80s R&B. I am named after yes, Shirelle. Yes. Not to be confused with Sunday, the Shirelles. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> it's not just me. Everybody I'm not the only one saying it. It's just... Anyhow, back, back I'm telling to... you, Janky Voicemails brings out the jankiest of everybody's personality. I this promise is, you. This is going to be tough. This is going to be a long episode, our, I know. I'm like, our conversations always go like... All over. Do not worry about that. Do not okay. forget that. Okay. And a journalist. I do have a whole journalism degree. Okay. Anyhow. Um, yes. That That is my why. That is why I craft. It is therapeutic. Um, and then, I mean, just to keep it real, there are some things that I like that are not in my budget. I have, you know, like, I, I might have champagne taste in a, in a beer budget. So... I have to think to myself, how can I achieve that mm-hmm. without breaking the bank? Yes. Like this table right now, which it's actually in progress because as you might be able to see, I sanded this side down after my daughter accidentally got paint on it. Mm. Nonetheless, this is a $500 table mm-hmm. that I got for free 99 because I'm all about thrifting and finding hidden gems. Um, and it needed a little work. Mm-hmm. And it was as simple as breaking out my sander, sanding it down. We both redid our tables. Did I changed mine from brown to gray because I changed my kitchen to yellow, yellow, and gray. Did I see a picture of this? I don't know. I ta- you got to share oh, this stuff with me. Oh, yeah. So that was a year ago. I feel like we might have had our normal, typical Instagram respond to a story or something about with it. With you changing your table color? I feel like we did. Yeah. You might be right. That's a little um, Well... Yeah, so it's as simple as actually. I'm gonna bring it back a little bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> with without divulging my entire life story, but to to be even more transparent, um, when I moved back from Tampa, I didn't have any furniture, mm-hmm. and you know it sounds great for someone to think that they're about to furnish a three bedroom apartment. You know, just like, let me just jump in and buy everything for all these rooms. And there are certain things that as a crafter, Mm -hmm. I just, and it's really just my personal preference. I don't believe in um, refurbishing, like anything fabric related. Mm -hmm. 
just because you don't know where it's coming from, you don't know if it's going to have any type of uh, mites or mm-hmm. bed bugs. And it's just not a risk I'm willing to take. Yep. There are certain things that I'm just not willing to thrift. But like but woods. And, exactly. Yeah. Anything anything with a hard surface that for the most part is non-porous, you can wipe and sanitize all that good stuff. Um I'm for it. Like, I will will refurbish the hell out of it. I refurbished my own table. Um, I was moving and was like, ooh, not in the budget. Yeah. So I got this table from this this fine gentleman in Beacon Hill. And I looked at the details. That's how I know how much it retails for. Mm -hmm. And I know I damn well wasn't about to spend that. But the quality was there. And ultimately, it, it was what I wanted. So... Um, that's another reason I craft because as you can see, although we're in my, my home right now, it's a little chaotic, but I like my home to feel like home. And so it's really a matter of, you know, what do I want? Mm -hmm. Can I afford it? And if I can't afford it, can I make it? (laughs) And if I can't, if I can't make it, can I find it used and like, you know, you see how she's a well put together adult because y'all know every time I get to, can I not afford it? I'm like. Do I strip? <laughs> Listen, this body, this body, you know, the t- the titties, <laughs> the titties are okay, but you know, this this tummy and whatnot. I don't know if I, said I don't it on have this, a stripping body. I don't know I if don't. I said it on this podcast, but I say it to my friends often where people be like they got TNA and I be like, I got TSA. Like what? No, I got titty sunken ass. Don't get me messed <laughs> up. The TNA is doing what the TNA is supposed to do, but the S is going to show up as a strong S. Like at this point, it's STA because it is primary in this body. Yeah, no. On top of that, <laughs> and fact I'm still that- going to strip. I'm not going to strip. My granddaddy would kill me. It's not even the body. I have no rhythm. Oh, I can't that, help you. That's a confession. I I can't. I've been twerking since I came out the cooter. I don't. I know probably came out see popping. I, I had a friend, <laughs> and I'm I'm confident that my friend will listen to this. I had a friend try to teach me Aww. how to twerk, and it was a fail. It was an epic fail. So I've just accepted that you know my drink and my two step are all I need to bring listen, to the dance what I say floor. My, that's it. One of my episodes. That's all I got. Face card never declined. Court's face card has never declined. She'll yeah. she'll be all right in this world. She'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, some people. I really matter of fact. I had someone come at me like, "Well, can you dance? Can you sing?" And I'm like, well, "Do I sing?" A guy? Yes. Um. A man. You know how I like to say I, that. I had, I had to do air quotes around man. A man. I like to be like, "Can I see a picture of your mother?" His mother's beautiful. <laughs> All right. Well. Anyhow, not that, not that that's relevant, but um, it's just like no, I don't. You know, I don't. I'm do like, do you build things. a table? Precisely. Can you build a building? Actually, he can. Can you build a building? You know, yeah. like, you're giving me nothing to work with. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes we lose. I'm sorry. Um, so, sometimes we lose. Once we're off the record, I'll give you some details. But no, he he actually helped work on the construction of my current. Place. I do not be finding this. I all I find a felony. But oh, remember when I said last week that I'd send a text, blah blah blah, and a friend told me that that person was trash. That friend was court. <laughs> so because I mean, who waits? He was like all wait, day. He was like, I don't even like you. <laughs> Anyhow, okay. So you can see a slip sliding into the other half, but um. Mm-hmm. One of the things I did want to talk about, you touched upon entrepreneurship, 
what do you think is keeping you from turning this hobby into a business and are you passionate about it? And if not, what do you think you're passionate about? Wine Ex pour. Excuse the wine pour. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll be honest. I go back and forth on whether or not I am ready to take the leap into going back to school and becoming an optometrist. Mm -hmm. And to be frank, I would be doing it for the culture. Like I would be doing it because I don't feel as though we have enough black doctors or maybe, you know, even if you don't identify as black people of color, I, yeah. there aren't enough of us in those positions mm -hmm. and I have the expertise. I, I have the knowledge. It's really just applying myself in getting the credentials <laughs> that yeah. would allow me to practice. Them letters, so boy. yeah. So, um, I get a little intimidated when I think about how much work, is going to go into that mm -hmm. as I am still parenting. and you So know, you're passionate about eye care. I am, it, but it's more so, it's not just eye care. It really is health care mm -hmm. because, don't get me wrong, I'm not like picture-perfect health. However, I ultimately, and I think it ties into, you know, when I became a mother, I ultimately, I want to live long. Yeah. And I want to live long enough to see my children and... I essentially, when I find, you know, my person, I want them to have that same outlook. Like, it's not about being the, having the best body or, mm -hmm. you know, being as slim. No, it's about being healthy so that we can live a long life. <laughs> I just, it's like, I just, I want to live. I want to yeah. be able to live a nice, long life. Um as far as it is in our control. Correct. As, mm -hmm. as, as much control as I have. What, yeah. you know, the, the areas that I am able to have some say in, that's where it's like, I want to do my part. And so, again, eye care is simply what I just kind of fell into. Mm -hmm. um, and I do enjoy it, like the science behind it. Um, I, I'm a geek. Like when it when it comes to Birds optometry, freaking I, I had so sorry. I'm gonna segue into another. <laughs> it's the same subject, but you can anyhow. do whatever you want. So a uh, a person I know and follow via uh, Instagram, she mm -hmm. had posted what I assumed was supposed to be like a funny video about why older people wear their glasses at the bridge of their, you know, at the mm -hmm. very bottom of their nose. And me being the nerd that I am. Here I am ready to tell her, you know, once people cross the age of 40, their crystalline lens starts to become more rigid and hardened and discolored. And so your prescription realistically changes. Mm -hmm. And while it might be easy to, to see something far, see, like, I feel right now I'm being a complete, like, who, who the hell cares about this? Did y'all hear somebody but, else? Y'all hear okay. somebody else judging her? <laughs> my, I haven't said my, a word. My point is, it's just like... To understand why, mm -hmm. you know, certain things occur within the eye um, and how to change them. It's just, I've enjoyed it. I've yeah. been working in eye care since I was 18 years old. <laughs> like, And it's, it's just something that I love. And I think, you know, in general, people taking care of themselves is where, that that's my passion, like. Helping people help themselves. Yep. I don't care what area it's in. You know, I don't y'all love an interviewee who slides right into all the topics of this <laughs> podcast: self care, entrepreneurship, business. I just like love it. Just... Make make my job easy. Do it, please. Do I, please I'll do. Try. <laughs> um, 
But no, I, I'm all, you know, I do my annual Valentine's Day celebration. One so of these I'm, days I'll have a man I'm who's all, not cheating. God damn. I'm all about, you know, sisterhood and let's be there for one mm-hmm. another. But it goes beyond just that. It goes beyond woman and man, uh, or excuse me, woman to woman. It's like woman and man. Mm-hmm. And just the other day, I reached out to a couple of guys I know who I care about. And I had to ask, like, are you up to date on all your <laughs> your appointments? Oh, I thought she was going to say and, they're coming to Valentine's Day. I was about to say I ain't wearing no, underwear. No, no, no. Uh-huh. Oh, no. <laughs> Valentine's Day will remain Valentine's Day. It should. But, um... I, I just had to kind of check in on them and they're like, why yeah. like why are you asking me all these questions? And it's really as simple because as... Because their homeboys aren't. Precisely. And some of them, you know, not knocking anyone, some of them, their women aren't. Like, how are you sharing an entire life with someone? And don't get me wrong, I'm not expecting anyone to take the role of your mother at the age of mm-hmm. 35 or, you know, however old you are. However, life is busy or for most of us life gets busy and Mm -hmm. it's easy to forget about certain things so for me it was just like all right let's pause how you doing yeah and then even beyond the physical it's like emotionally i was gonna say i'm really big on checking in on yeah it's like how are you doing um and not everyone is comfortable sharing that and i respect it Mm -hmm. but i feel as though i'm doing my part by asking and Mm -hmm. it's a genuine ask it's like I want to know how you're doing. Um, so, yeah, that's my passion. My passion is doing what I can to help people. Yeah. That sounds so cliche, doesn't no, it? No, it's awesome. Girl. I want to help the world. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely was about to go into um, share the world. Or was it? What the hell is the deal? So I'll make the world the a better world. place. Heal the world. Make it a better <laughs> <But> place. <laughs> For you, see, I I can't sing, but I will sing. At least I don't have to be the one always singing. And I, for once in my life, I can't find a lyric. See, scratching each other's back. Heal but the world. Mm-hmm. This was not on my bingo card for this interview, but you brought up something that I think is important because I get tired of hearing the narrative, and I've heard it many a times but i've heard it a lot recently as well where it was like well you know black women don't get along or black women are catty and i'm not one of those women like if you don't sit your pick me ass down first of all but second of all that i want to touch on that there is a sisterhood i feel like of course there's women that i haven't gotten along with and a lot of them have been women of color because that's who i'm around Mm -hmm. but i don't think of that as Black women not being able to have a sisterhood. Not e- even the women that I don't get along with. We're not able to have a sisterhood. But that doesn't mean that they don't show up in other people's lives as a whole person. Some of these bitches are trash. But <laughs> that doesn't mean they don't show up in other people's lives. But I just want to talk about, you know, sisterhood and needing women in your life and respecting the role that other women play in your life. And touch on briefly what you think about that. As you said, you hold a Valentine's Day event every year which it always it coincides with my birthday so sometimes i can make it and sometimes i can't but the one year mm. i did go i had a jolly good time good. i'm glad i can't believe i'm supposed to be in cancun tomorrow i forgot about that cancun i love mexico like i love mexico i got kids and i got bills and i'm trying to be responsible and i keep going like well the money you know i can make the money back <laughs> Like these bills will get paid eventually. My money been looking at me like, but you no, buy another it's, name brand. It's like it back. I'm, I'm, 
I'm doing a lot right now. And as much as I'd love to get away, it's not happening right now. Yeah. It's not happening right now. But wait, but, back topic, the sisterhood topic. Yes, back to sisterhood. Um, So I have a very close group of friends. And, you know, obviously I have my friends outside of that group. Mm-hmm. But these women have been my close... I don't even want to... I don't use the term best friends. Like, I call them my sisters. Mm-hmm. They have been in my corner since we were 14 years old. Like a a solid, that's a solid 20 years of friendship. Mm -hmm. There is no like, oh, well, you know, we didn't speak for a little while. Like, no, I'm I'm saying these include godmothers of my children and vice versa. Um, These are women who are just, they are my tribe. And I don't know if we mentioned this or no, I don't think I did, but I'm divorced. And divorce is a major life uh, occurrence Mm -hmm. and going through that was slash is hell and I guarantee you I could not do it without my sisters Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have any biological sisters and it's interesting because the reason we call ourselves sisters and granted some of us have sisters on you know, like our dad's side yep. who we didn't grow up with. But for the most part, you know, we were not raised with sisters, yep. none of us. Mm-hmm. And that's why I find it really unique that we just so happened to meet in ninth grade and build this bond, you know, every day in the library during study hall period. Mm-hmm. And it's it's carried on through life. So, like I said, my life would not be what it is without them yeah like it 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 would not um whether it be financially because again (laughs) divorce you know if it's not amicable divorce can be hell and there were times prior to coming back to boston Mm -hmm. i was a stay-at-home mom and so i didn't have an income and it was like well i need to leave this situation i want to like i want to leave i want to come home Mm -hmm. And within moments, it's like, okay, we got the money. Like, when you booking your ticket. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, do you know how big that is? Yeah. And it's not like it was just my tickets, me and my kids. And it's going to cost us almost $2,000. And yeah. here y'all are like, okay, we're good. When are you coming? Yeah. Nonetheless, it didn't happen that way. I ended up staying and, you know, well, planning, you planning know. my move. But just knowing that when... You know, when shit hits the fan, mm-hmm. ex- excuse my language, when, when things... Oh, we swear here. Okay. Well, like I said, like, when shit hits the fan, that's who I'm calling, and vice versa. If I if I hit the lottery for a million dollars, that's who I'm calling. Mm-hmm. Like, it is it is a genuine sisterhood, and I am I'm thankful for them. I know they're going to listen to this, so I love y'all. <laughs> We've been talking a while, and I don't think there's going to be a lot of editing out, so hopefully you guys stick in, because there's a whole intro, and then our interview, but you know, I'm sure they'll show up for you to listen. I mean, if not, whatever. We'll send you the audio clips of love. Mm -hmm. I just love an interview that slides me right into the next topic, so... (laughs) I keep saying in one of the episodes because I honestly cannot even believe that janky voice notes have 
become what it is where I can't remember episodes of where I talked about stuff. But I know in one of my episodes, I whispered after saying I had never been engaged or married or whatever. I was like, is my box trash? But then I said, (laughs) (laughs) my obnoxious laugh. (laughs) No, you can laugh. It is not. But, but, you know, I always want to bring a different perspective. I think my friends would say, and maybe Court can attest to this, that I am... A strongly logical person. I can think things through and process them. So yeah, You're I Pisces, have, aren't you? I am. Popping Pisces. To... I I always feel like the negative traits that people give to a Pisces are really for the Pisces men because they're from the depths of hell. That's how I feel about kids. But <laughs> I was girl, your what? little Percy Paul trash is a cancer. He sends me through hell. Cancer men. It's the cancer men. Cancer women, we so are. Fine. I mean, Courtney, let me let me focus before I get to texting this man again when I leave y'all. It's gonna be a please, it's gonna be a don't. weekly occurrence. Like please so don't. it's yeah. not. I'm 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 fine. Um what was I talking about? Oh so I was talking about the fact that you know, I do want to have guests on this podcast that can bring different perspectives because mine's is from the perspective of a person who just has dated. I have been in long-term relationships at least like 10 years, but I just feel like different experiences bring different advice. So this is true. We going to slide into what Courtney said about her being, is it divorcee? Divorcee? Uh, divorcee. Yeah. Divorcee. I'm a divorcee. Um, one what that, that means fancy. to you. Fancy <laughs> and shit. I'm so ratchet. Um, but one, you know, what that means to you and how that shows up in dating for you now because you mentioned finding your person and just just let my people know because they depending on the episode, they hear me being like, You just gotta do the work and keep dating and and then they're like, These things can go Ooh, that's not a word I use on podcasts. These men can go can go straight to hell. Dating after divorce. Dating after divorce. And then we have to add in all those other little nuances. You don't like have to add anything. With you children. And, you know, just there's, there's so many pieces. That's another thing, too. I think this is the fertility episode. I don't know if I'm going to do the intro for it. I'm going back and forth. Because um, I don't necessarily like sharing that journey. Mm-hmm. But kids, too. Because yeah. I am thinking about, well, I am going to freeze my eggs. Go for it. Yeah. I I am a firm believer that a child benefits from having two parents in the household. Mm-hmm. But I am also a firm believer that it is not a necessity. Mm-hmm. So. Y'all tell y'all daddies to call me. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. But I no, um, I will absolutely say parenting is so much easier when you're able to co-parent with someone mm-hmm. who... Even if you don't see eye to eye, like you just have the ability to be considerate of mm-hmm. each other. Um, my oldest son, his dad and I get along. Or I don't even want to say get along because it gets on my nerves sometimes. But I I just went I went on a rant today, mm-hmm. um, or not a rant, a rave really with to my son or our son just telling him how grateful I am for his father (laughs) and just so I'm very clear there has been no romantic anything now he has other kids right he has other children correct we each have other children with other people um but 
in terms of, you know, co-parenting, I think we make it so easy for each other now because we've we've grown up a little bit. When we had him... But you're also younger. Yeah, we were younger. Mm -hmm. We were, you know, not as mature, mature. We had not lived life. And so I think now we're both in a place where it's just like, let's focus on the goal, which is making our child the best person that he can be. And yeah. I, I honestly, I think we do a, a great job. So kudos to him, but back to the, the dating and the divorce aspect. Um, dating, dating has not been easy. <laughs> it has not Ooh, been is easy. Is it more Um, I don't even have kids. Girl, I try, I try to be optimistic and, and believe that you know my my person is mm-hmm. out there um but i i honestly feel like everybody and it's not just men aren't the problem women aren't the problem no. all of us are i don't want to say damaged for lack of a better term We're i'm just going to say yes we have all been on you know our respective journeys mm-hmm. which have in some way, shape, or form, influenced how we engage mm-hmm. with with each other. And I feel like right now, a lot of people are hurt. Yeah. Whether it's you were hurt from a relationship with a you know someone you dated, hurt from a, the relationship or lack thereof, you know, with your mother or your father, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. So many people out here are walking around with unresolved emotional trauma. And therapy, it, that's a key sure, word. Girl, <laughs> therapy. Take a sip of water every time you hear therapy. And I am an notes. advocate for therapy, mm-hmm. like for, for everyone. Did you hear the episode, not to put you on the spot, but did you hear the episode where I was like, he said he don't go to therapy and I had to go. I don't know if no, you caught up to the episode I, yet. <laughs> I had someone lie. And tell, going? girl, he said he yeah. went to see the lady. He told me. <laughs> He was was watching rom-com. He told me he was going to go see the lady. And here I am thinking, like, oh, he's really taking steps toward bettering himself. I really Uh, hate it here. He lied. It's crazy. It's so crazy. People are crazy. (laughs) People are crazy. It's like she just realized it for the first time. People are crazy. So, well, let me honestly, and I tell I I have no issue saying this, and it's not it doesn't really apply now, mm-hmm. but I would say fresh out of my divorce, mm-hmm. and I had been with that person for almost a decade since I was twenty one years old. Mm-hmm. That's a baby. Twenty one yeah. were babies. I was and walking so down nothing at twenty one. I did not. Here I am, thirty plus dating again you know tr- or not even dating trying to mm-hmm. date again jumping back out here into these in the streets. world of social media and the thank you not you black have, planet or me huh. and it was just like it was it was a whole new world to me mm. like it really was and i don't say that in a good way it was a like <laughs> it was like so this is what y'all was dealing with back in y'all 20s like it's a hot mess so give- well, actually, my 20s was popping. Granted, I met the person we talk about on this podcast a lot in my 20s, but I ain't going to hold you. My 20s was not wasted. Were they wasted trying to commit to a person who did not want to be committed to? Yes. But the other shit? See, my 20s I, was amazing. I didn't get to experience that. Oh, I And I, I appreciate experiencing that. Like, I know that everybody has to go through different experiences, yeah. but 
although I feel the pressure of wanting to be a mother and all that other stuff and I'm getting older, I would not change my 20s. You shouldn't. Mm. I feel everything happens exactly how it's supposed to. So Because if I was trying to do the shit I did in my 20s now, I'd be asleep. I'd be asleep now. You know, I I had that mom and wife lifestyle Mm -hmm. from the time I was 21, 22-ish, up until, even now, I mean, (laughs) once you're a mother, you're always a mother, so there there is no... For for some people, because... Oh, true, true. Mm. Um, (laughs) I just, I know for me, there, and I don't say this regretfully, Mm -hmm. I just acknowledge that there were a lot of experiences I missed out on, you know, because I chose the life that I chose, or maybe it chose me. I don't know. Look at us um, right back in the same ghetto position, though. Yes. And I would, I want to touch on that too, because so many things drive me crazy. But people who are married, or whatever the case may be, who have found their person, you have to stop trying to weaponize that. Like it makes you better than single people because like me and Courtney just said, Listen. you can end up right back on the same bus Listen. together, sitting side by side. I cannot begin to tell you how often I read the slick comments and they don't need to be directed at me. Mm -hmm. It's just, you can, you you can kind of sense the tone or who knows, perhaps it's just my, my own perception. You know, Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that as a possibility. Nonetheless, um, I think a lot of people have this, like, that wouldn't happen to me. I did. I ha- I was that person. Mm-hmm. Like that wouldn't happen to me. I've got a good one. <laughs> and you know, things happen. Life happens. Mm-hmm. Um, people change, or sometimes even if they don't change, they reveal themselves. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it might take five or ten years <laughs> before you see that version of them. In None my storybook, the person revealed yourself very soon. I just was in. We're not talking about me this time. Go ahead. But, um, yeah, it's one of those things where I think a lot of people, and I will forever say marriage can be a beautiful thing, Mm -hmm. like having that, that bond and, you know, that partnership, it's, it's wonderful when it's done correctly Mm -hmm. and correctly is based on whatever your standards are. You know what I mean? It's what, what works for some doesn't work for others. Exactly. So that I just to be clear on that, there is no right way or wrong way. It's whatever the right way is the right way between you and your partner. Precisely. With whatever you all decide is, you know, the way to go, then that's what you need to do. Um but I do feel a lot of people need to just kind of be realistic about things mm-hmm. and understand Everyone has their own journey. And although right now you're on, you know, a journey where you're happy and you think like. And we pray it continues that way. Absolutely. Nothing but good energy. It's just, you know, like, don't, don't judge a life you have not lived. Yeah. Like, or decisions that you do not have to make. Exactly. Because there's people who get married. One person wants a kid, one person doesn't. Mm-hmm. Now you're not together. People like yeah. you didn't discuss that before. Or these people get married. It's like, and well, I don't want to live in the same house. Yeah, it's like, think life happens. And it's, I don't, I'm pretty sure, although I have not experienced a marriage, you know, there's probably a different level to it, but you just have to think about it basically as a relationship. How many of y'all have been in a relationship and it just, it's not the same way it was on Monday or on Tuesday? Mm. And that's a very simplistic way of saying it. Hopefully it doesn't change from Monday to Tuesday because that might be toxic and raggedy. But, um, you know, 
it it's two people hopefully two whole people because we advocate for that too it's two whole people trying to come together to build one whole life pause not to get religious go ahead <laughs> not to get religious um i see it's tough because i'm like am i am i allowed to bring you know uh spiritual belief into any last of episode i used the faith without work whatever to okay. cut somebody out so <laughs> so I feel, and I cannot think of the scripture right now. I'm so mad, but it's it's from Ecclesiastes, mm-hmm. and in a nutshell, it's about it's a scripture about help mm-hmm. and how two is better than one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're cold, two can keep each other warm, versus mm-hmm. you alone cannot keep yourself warm. Because I have a lot of blankets. But mm-hmm. ultimately, it goes on to say like it should be a bond of three, and that third being God. Yeah. Um, but again, not trying to make this depend on what you believe in. <laughs> Precisely. Yep. Um, I tell people all the time. I personally don't identify as Christian. Mm-hmm. Not saying that could change or couldn't change. Um, I was not raised with any real like spiritual upbringing. So Mm -hmm. anything I believe in now is what I've adopted based on the life I've lived. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I do believe in a higher being and I do believe that in all things we do, the success ultimately falls in you know how strong your faith is and so yes it needs to be two whole people but just saying you know tossing that third man (laughs) and i or by man i mean individual it might be a woman we're not gonna like we're not yeah it's so like it's always amazing to see people spiral in the podcast marriage is a beautiful thing i do look forward to finding my forever person Mm -hmm. um or who knows? Maybe I've already found them. <laughs> and it just hasn't get revealed. Pedaling back in that damn just, mud spot. No, I will not go back. I will not. I'm gonna stick back. beside um, you, but I'm gonna have questions. Nah, no, <laughs> no. I know better nowadays. Um, but no, I do think it is important to um, find your partner. Yeah. Find a partner. And. Find the partner that fits you. I've had friends try to hook me up with people that they think I should be with, but I know who I am pretty firmly. And I'm like, why y'all want me to ruin this man's life? This man about to have a whole headache and an ulcer. Okay? Let me be with the people that I am attracted to, that I like, that I know fits me in my lifestyle. Do you have a type? Am I allowed to ask you? Wait. You no. can ask okay. whatever you want. Do you have a if type? If I edit it, no. It's a different... <laughs> So what what would you say is like your type? I don't think I have a type, although I keep ending up with dark skin men with dreads. Um, I do not have a type. I've realized that because I'm such an alpha female that I am attracted to power and not in the sense of like having a position of power at a company mm-hmm. or something like that, like that. Like assertiveness? That assertive, that type of personality that comes with a person that gets things done. And it could be difficult sometimes because it ends up being two alphas. Mm-hmm. And I've had to learn over the years. Like, not every moment is an alpha moment for sure. <laughs> but, you know, I also like quiet men. Hmm. So, which is weird because I will twerk on your kitchen table, but I need a man that's like, that's my girl. She's not disrespecting me because I know who she is. She get crazy. We're going to have a conversation, but let me be who I am. Okay. 
So these men that be coming to my house like, oh, do you know how to cook? Because my mother, go back to your mother. <laughs> and for the record, we talked about this. Yes, I do know how to cook, but I am not going to cook for nobody's son if I don't feel like I need to. You need to learn how to cook. You need to know how to cook to take care of this household if I get sick. If you this get sick, I, I need that. And I know a lot of them's like, no, I'm okay with not that, which is fine. But for me, I know, like, even in my nine to five, my days can get really stressful and I will come home and eat Cheerios. So if I'm going to have a person, I don't need a person when I come home stressed already, like, oh, you cooking? I will knock all this shit over. Now nobody's eating. I need a person to be like, even if they can't cook, I order Chinese. Partnership. Partnership. Because so, a lot of these men be like, but my mother. Call your mother. Your mother don't even like your daddy. Like, stop. Stop it. Anywho. That's my two cents. <laughs> I've been real sassy lately. That's my two cents. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with walking in, you know, your strong womanhood. I feel like my um, strong womanhood is slack. And that's another thing, too. Do not listen to people tell you how you're supposed to be. I do listen to advice because sometimes mm-hmm. you have blind spots. But I know for me, reflecting on my past relationship, and I'm not blaming anybody. I feel like I stayed in it longer than I typically would have because of comments mm-hmm. of like, well, you know, you can be difficult or you you always just, you don't, you don't work on it. You just want to leave. And Some, I should have left. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> what you need to I do. Am with them voices like, damn, I am getting older. Am I not working on it? And in hindsight, I really should have been like, shut the hell up. Because mm-hmm. just because you're willing to settle for things that I'm not willing to settle for doesn't make me difficult. Agreed. Because I probably could have found my husband by now. Dude, this bullshit. Like I said, everything happens exactly how it it's is true. meant to. He, he was useful for the time that I had him. Because my life was very hectic when we were together. But going back to, like, you know, um, or not going back to, but thinking about dating and, you know, the dynamic between me or I don't know if I have to clarify like I am a heterosexual woman <laughs> like I date men so every I, you know it's gonna be me and and men yeah um I've realized that and this I can't even blame it on divorce I've always been a pretty masculine woman mm-hmm. um there are several things that might you know be the reason or the cause for it nonetheless I like to do things on my own. Or I take that back. Let me rephrase that. I am comfortable doing things on my own. It was you and I who were discussing the meme where it was like, when you piss the independent women yes. off, she's like, I'll move the refrigerator. I'll move the refrigerator by myself. I've done that in my spirit because I've done stuff seriously. like that. Oh, seriously. Oh, you think I need you. Like, I'll push this whole SUV up a hill. Girl, I have done too much by too myself. Too much and not enough. And all I need to do is apologize. And now I got a damn bad bag. So I've accepted the fact that, like, I'm, I am relearning who I am. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not the 21 year old I was, or the person I was at age 21, mm-hmm. and you know, being a, a young parent, and later finding someone and getting married, and all this other good stuff. It's like I, and I think as we grow, we're we're constantly learning about who we're becoming. Mm-hmm. Or at least if you're doing it right. <laughs> if you're yes. doing it right. Growing. You're growing, growing and you're constantly and getting familiar with who you are. I'm learning that although I am a masculine woman, I've become this way, you know, based on it's like a result. Mm-hmm. It's it's the the cause and effect. Like I've become this way 
because I've had no choice but to be. And so when I find myself attracted to certain men, I really sit back and I wonder like, why the hell am I Mm -hmm. like, what is it about this one? Cause he ain't, he ain't shit. Excuse my language. (laughs) It's like, he ain't shit, but I love him. Like, or oh even God. if I don't love him, you know, that it's triggered like, me. It's like, but this, I love him. This, oh this is what I want. Like, I want him. Oh and so I have to ask myself: This person clearly is not showing me, yeah. you know, the qualities I I want. So what is it exactly mm-hmm. that's attracting me? And I will say, you know, the common factor in these the people that I typically kind of aim, or I don't want to say aim at. Um, I find myself attracted to they are manly men like Mm -hmm. they they take care of shit it doesn't matter if it is you know something regarding my car or yeah oh who hurt you like Mm -hmm. you know who who do i need to talk to like whatever the case may be i like men who show up and you know allow me to be feminine (laughs) like that's really what it is you know i'm tired i get tired Mm -hmm. tired is my word of the week i feel like i've said it so many times yeah i don't um I don't know. Hearing you say that and thinking about asking me about my type, I I lean towards the men who just let me be me. Exactly. But I don't have to fight for it. Ex- like yes. like I said, like if I'm talking on the table, you don't like have my to man knows. Down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's been a gift or a curse because I've had men who've done that, but I wonder sometimes are they let me be me because they don't care or they're mm-hmm. truly okay with me just being me. So, you know, it's all learning. It is. Um I I know personally, I'm I, I can't say I'm done being the strong woman mm-hmm. because the, I think it's just a part of the fabric of who I am. Like mm-hmm. that, I I will forever be a strong woman, but I get tired and mm-hmm. finding a person who will allow me to take off the armor and kind of just be a woman mm-hmm. that is what i whatever that means yeah, to you for me be the yes. woman <laughs> be the woman i be like she said us back oh, yeah, no you say. know some just it's get a break like yeah. that that's really what it is it, it's a matter of being tired of doing everything on your own yeah. and finding someone who is happy to pick up the load like and it's not even a matter i know nowadays everyone's talking about like money and splitting checks and splitting rent i I saw something that said if the date don't cost two hundred dollars it's not a date i said my standards are low thank you i'm like take my ass on a picnic and and i will and y'all know that i advocate for luxury because i treat myself to luxury a lot and i always have that's just always been my makeup but i also do not judge a man if he can't take me on a $200 date that I could take myself on on a Wednesday. Now, if you're asking me for money, sir, if you don't leave this, this vicinity, but yeah. (sighs) Man, I got so many, like just certain things you say, trigger it's like asking me for money god damn it don't make me i'm not talking about that no i'm not like don't let me i didn't tell y'all enough i ain't no yeah Mm -mm. but but court can you believe that we're at an hour (gasps) this this is is what we do and this is why i'm like the worst person you know all we do is talk And it's our phone calls literally do be like, she'll call and be like, oh, I need a baking sheet. And then like two hours later, we've talked about everything from Jerusalem to Kmart. See? (laughs) But no, but this 
What I was going to say is this actually works out because this is going to be the last podcast of the year because in typical Shea fashion, I just, I know we keep talking about the holidays and me telling you guys to take care of yourself because I know the holiday season is hard for a lot of people um, for a lot of different reasons, but I figured y'all don't want me on Christmas and New Year's, so this is like a double. So that works. But I actually know the title of this episode is going to be Return of the Mac, which was also the theme. <laughs> it was also the theme for my birthday this year. Return so I kept playing of Return the of the Mac. Mac all day. Oh, um, so with that said, which is funny because it's like a double entendre because you would think like divorce, no, 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 Return of the Mac, which one, Moscato or Whatever. Cabaret? You choose. Let's do it for Cab. Okay. Um, but... You have a double meeting because you would think of court as return of the back because you're thinking of a divorce and going back into the game. But I just like to name my podcast whatever I, I want to name it them. Here. <laughs> I hate it here. Oh God. Um, Please but send, send me my Boaz. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm gonna have to lower the volume on this so low because meeting got crazy. But so we are officially at an hour, and I was just gonna ask you what are your your final thoughts before we end this interview? My final thoughts, um, folks, life is short. Life is short. Live life with intention. Do the things that make you happy. Look at her coming through with the tip. <laughs> oh, I'm like, I I don't know what more to say other than. Oops. You hear that? This is gonna be a good bottle of wine. Um, you know, just live your life, do what makes you happy, but also, you know, take care of yourself, take care of others. I am a firm believer in doing whatever it is you want in life as long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone else. True. So do you. Um, like I said, I'm I'm relearning myself. I encourage everyone to Learn who they are, make learning a lifetime, you know, goal. And um, yeah, just love the life you have. Love yours. Isn't that what J. Cole said? Love yeah. yours always. Um, so we are going to end it here. Thank you, Courtney, for allowing me to interview you. And also like being, this. right, I picked it. But also being very supportive in all my ventures because I, like we've discussed here, I'm always doing something. <laughs> Just always. Um, and I feel like you always show up to support. Like if I was selling bottle caps tomorrow, I feel like I'm you would buy one. I'm buying bottle caps. <laughs> so it has truly been a pleasure speaking to you. And I think that a lot of gyms have been shared during this podcast. If I can say so myself. We talk so much. Yes, we do. Um, and I cannot wait to hear this episode in its entirety. But we're going to drink this wine. And I'm going to say Happy New Year. Happy um, New Year. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Take care of yourselves and the ones that you love. Yes, ma'am. And we will be seeing each other in the New Year, God willing, through God's protection and grace.